2020. How are we all doing? I am actually wonderful today. Why am I wonderful today? Well, I don't know, because I have a good laugh just to be alive. <laughs> In all honesty, it's, uh, you know, you just get tired after a little bit, right? You get a little beat down hearing about social distancing, COVID-19, uh, conspiracy theories, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, whatever. I'm going to talk about what my reality is. Because my reality is truer than the crap that I see on the internet and in news articles. (sighs) First off, it's really hard sometimes to, uh, to see people that use terms in just the wrong way. Like, uh... I just can't stand when people use language improperly. Like words, they just throw out a word and they think they know what it means, but they don't. And they use it, and it's totally out of context. And it's one of my pet peeves. Like, it drives me up the fucking wall. Uh, For example, uh, somebody, you know, there's that term gaslighting. And if you're not familiar with the term, I'm not going to go into it for you. It's been around for a while. It's some pseudo-psychology crap that about four years ago, I would say, it was really popular on the internet, on the YouTubes and people. They used it a lot with uh, the social justice warriors. Um, basically, it's a, it's telling somebody something and trying to, you know, it's based in manipulation in a way. But here's what I like to tell you. Uh, you can't manipulate truth very well. Like, if you're directly honest with somebody about the truth of the situation... Uh, that's not gaslighting, that's just the truth. But people uh, can't handle feelings and pain today because they're a bunch of fucking pussies. So, let's go back to my reality. Well, you go, I, I don't want to talk about this thing that's going on that I have no control over anymore because, uh, you know, it is what it is. So, what's going on in my reality? You want to know, huh? Well, yesterday, my mom's birthday, she was the sweet young age of 63. And we went over there and uh, brought my mom diabetes because everybody brought a treat. Uh, I brought a strawberry shortcake. There was Boston cream pie. Neighbor bought some uh, lemon cake. Uh, Another person gave her a box of chocolates. So, you want to know why people are unhealthy? That's part of the reason. But uh, in all honesty, got to hang out with my mom and family. Got to see both my nephews, my sisters. Uh, it was a good time. My dad. And we had a good time. And nobody's sick. How about that? Nobody was wearing a mask either. Oh, no. Oh, no. Are you going to Are you gonna get a little mad at me? Are you going to get a little mad because I didn't wear a mask? Are you going to judge me? You know... Judge not lest ye be judged, motherfucker. You know? Go ahead. Judge me. I judge people. I'm not going to lie. Of course I judge people. You should judge people, but you should judge fairly and harshly. Right? You shouldn't just be like, everybody's a dickhead. But, you know, don't go giving your trust to just random strangers. And I have no idea why people do that. Trust and respect are 
backtrack a little bit. Several weeks ago on Easter, we were watching the Dances with Wolves, and now there's a movie that shows you how human beings function so much better a long time ago than we fucking do today because we're so goddamn, not just ignorant, but we're too comfy. Like, we're, we're too dependent on shit that we used to have to, like, spend most of our time trying to get, so now we're just assholes. Entitled fucking assholes. And in the movie Dances with Wolves, it's fascinating because when, you know, Kevin Costner's character finally meets this tribe of Indians, right? You know, they're both kind of weary at first because it's the it's the white man coming in to do stuff. And the Indians are like, huh. But the Indians are fighting with another group of Indians anyway because groups of people fight all the fucking time and it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. So... There's some bad Indians and there's good Indians, just like there's good people and bad people. But Kevin Costner, you know, at first he was weary because he thought these guys, you know, back then, they might kill him. Fair enough. He heard bad stories. He just so happened to come across the good Indians. Lucky him. And lucky them. So the whole movie pretty much is Kevin Costner getting to know this group of Indians and they slowly build trust with this man to the point where towards the end of the movie... They've adopted each other's, like, they have so much trust and they have learned so much from each other that they have now become friends. Kevin Costner has taken a bride from the tribe. That's another, well, it's kind of funny that she just so happened to be a, uh, you know, a Caucasian lady and uh, they just so happened to mix. But you know what's funny? The movie even points that out. At one point, one of the wives of uh, the Indian guys, like, well, she's white too. It's perfect match. Meaning, like, you, know, you should stick with your kind. But that's okay. They pointed that out in Dances of Wolves. Don't worry about it. Interracial stuff is great. So they become good friends, and and then they are so entrusted with each other. Like that tribe is, has made Kevin Costner part of their tribe. They trust him. They would give their lives for him and he would give their lives for them as well. See, that's, you have to earn that shit. In today's world, every motherfucker who says hello to you, you just be like, by the way, I was raped and I was beaten as a kid. I've got an alcohol problem and drug addiction. I'm on Xanax and everything else. And uh, it's like, what? Dude, that's, it's not good. There's places to go where you can be honest with people, but you can't just give people blind trust today, you know? This is why people have their group and then like, that's it, you know? Some people come and go, but to get in the group, that's why there's hazing, right? You don't just get in because, uh, you know, unless someone in that group vouches for you, they're like, ah, this is Gary. Gary's a cool dude. You'd be like, all right, Gary, what's up? If you're a friend of Matt, you're a friend of mine. You know, then people, we do that. So there's nothing wrong with that. But watch Dances with Wolves. To see the interaction with people is fascinating. And believe it or not, the kids movie from the 90s, Beethoven, has a lot of good-based family values in that. You know, I I, I had this revelation after watching Beethoven, because I have not seen that movie since probably I was a kid in its entirety, right? That movie came out in 1992. Right at the height of when I was a little kid. And uh, you know, it's about this family. Uh, they, they get this dog randomly who fell off uh, this truck where these guys were stealing dogs to, uh, you know, the villain in the movie. You always got to have a villain, right? So the villain in the movie 
is this group of guys who like use dogs for experiments and like looks like some military gun operations like wants to test like ballistics on these animals and see how the blood splatter goes kind of vicious and dark if you think about it for a kid's movie but you know it's implied it's not shown but you get it and uh beethoven big old saint bernard he falls off a truck right he ends up in this family's house and uh the dad hates fucking dogs for some reason he just can't stand it you know, he's like, your dog ruins my life. And, you know, but, you know, you find out later that, you know, he had a dog as a kid and his dad put him down. So he's just dealing with pain from his childhood. That's why he never got another dog. He never dealt with the pain. So as the movie progresses, you've got this family and they start, you know, the dog is always there for like all the problems. You know, it helps the, the, the oldest daughter brings a guy over. You know, the dog's always there helping in the background. The dog's always there, right? Dog might be God in this story for some odd reason. Huh. So, the dad is a air freshener salesman or inventor or something like that. And he's trying to work out a deal with these corporate fucks. And uh, these two corporate, which is it's David Duchovny and the one chick who played uh, I, Everybody's Loves Raymond's Wife. Dude, it's, it's such a great... Dude, go watch it. It's fucking great. Go watch this movie. So, we got, those two are like the corporate, like, couple, and they're like, ha, 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 ha. And eventually, you know, the dad's working really hard, he needs to sell this to them, and they need to approve because it's a big deal, you know, it'll mean, you know, more money, better advancement, good stuff for his company, shit like that. And so what happens? They bring over these people to the house, they agree that they're gonna endorse his product, right? And... The family's entertaining these two, and it's the kids, and the kids are like, do you guys have kids? And the lady goes like, it's such an, it's an over-the-top 90s movie, like, where all the characters are just embellished to be, like, what they are. They are, she's like, ha, 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 we have careers. Like, they're all rich in love, but they, like, think, like, money's better than having a family. So, there's that. And, you know, Beethoven messes up the, uh, the whole thing, the dinner, and... Uh, turns out their vet is the leader of this dog ring where they're kidnapping dogs to do all this crazy, like, ballistic work on them and everything. And the vet just looks like a crazy mad scientist. He's got the white coat on, you know, you think you're doing good by going to the vet and trusting the doctor. Turns out he's an evil fuck trying to, uh, convince the family to, uh, do the right thing or there's gonna be consequences. Real good fear-mongering going on in here, right? To the point where the doctor shows up at their house Makes it look like Beethoven had bitten his arm and attacked him, but it wasn't. It was all fake. And uh, he tells the dad, he's like, I have to report this and blah, blah, blah. And if you don't, there's going to be, you know, I'm going to have to press charges and you have to put this dog down because it attacked a human. He's feeding them all this bullshit, right? He's feeding them nonsense. And what happens, right? The dad. So the dad doesn't want to do it. He doesn't want to take the dog in to get put down. He's actually kind of grown pretty fond of the dog, right? And he takes the dog on the car ride in there, and he's talking to the dog. Like, and that's when he opens up and lets him know that he had a dog as a kid and all this. And it's very touching. So it's like that compassion moment where the dad, you know, lowers some of those walls of defensiveness of why he didn't want the dog in the first place. It's really brilliant. Go watch it. Good movie. And, uh, you know, so he, he gives him over to the evil doctor. And the evil doctor, you know, he's doing it for this vast sum of money, you know, because. He's being paid under the counter by this evil fucking, I don't know, bullet testing company that like is like, we need to see, you know, 
how this shit works on human beings and blah 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 and they're gonna test it on the dogs it's very it's, it's cruel and uh you got the two other stupid villains that are just like goofball dummies that are always fucking everything up. It's very, it's very uh, 90s embellished. Like, you know, they're supposed to be goofy villains and stuff like that. But if you look at it deeper, man, there's some deep shit. The family comes together in the end, right? They're like, you know what? I think we made a mistake. So they go to get Beethoven. He's not in the thing. So they got to figure out where Beethoven's at. You know, the dad punches the doctor in the face. And uh, they find the dogs at the warehouse. They release all the dogs. You know, the family sticks together and they all band together. It's like, we're all going or we're not. And everybody plays a part, right? The mom, the, the three kids all do. Dad's there to kick some ass. And uh, they get Beethoven back and they release all the dogs. They get put on the news. The evil doctor gets thrown in jail. And dude, it's great. Fucking great. And people are like, it's just a kid's movie about a dog. I'm like, do you understand how storytelling is? Do you understand that that's real life? That sometimes the people telling you things that are the best thing for you, like this is going to be really good for you, are fucking lying to you? You understand why I'm, I just, I'm, I'm frustrated at the world around me where people are just, they just take it like right in their ass. They just take it. They're like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to put my muzzle on. I'm going to walk out there. I'm doing my part. That's what's best for me. Fuck. No. That movie, Beethoven, has more grounding in reality about a strong family unit being it starts with you and then it starts with your family. And nothing breaks the bond of family. Not some evil fucking doctor. You know, let somebody else tell you what's best for you in situations. And I know people take that to heart because they're like, it's a, a stupid kid's movie. It's not real. I go, okay. Dig a little deeper. When people tell you, when you go into the doctor's office and they're like, I'm, you're like, I'm depressed. What's the first thing most doctors, most, not all, I'm not, I'm not denouncing the entire medical world, but I'm very, very, very fucking cautious with most of it, okay? Because of my experience. This isn't just like, hey, I fucked up. No, my experience has a lot to, to play in this. So you do what you want, but... So, for most doctors, you go in there, you tell them, you're, I just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm so depressed. And what do they do? They just give you a pill. Oh, this will help with your depression. But I failed to read the other side of all the side effects, which is vastly more uh, scary than the actual thing this is designed to treat. Uh, I have found that that shit doesn't work. But here's what you can do. What's the solution when you go into the doctor's office? I'm going to tell you. If a doctor goes in, you tell him you're depressed, and the first thing he wants to do is give you an antidepressant. And what you should do is look at that doctor and be like, do you take this? No, I'm not going to take it. Well, why don't you take it? Well, I'm not depressed. Have you taken it? No. Would you take it? Well, I don't need to take it. I'm like, but would you take it? See, that's what you have to ask the doctor. Would you take this if you were feeling depressed? Have you taken it? What's your experience with this thing? Other than you're just uh, following protocol 
and going down the checklist of things and not actually getting to the solution of problems. You're just throwing a Band-Aid on a way deeper problem. And that's the reality of it, folks. It really is. Do that. Do you want a solution to fucking problems? Do you want a solution to things? When you're in the doctor's office, you ask, turn it around on them. Ask them what they do. Nobody's got the balls to do that. Like, they just tuck your tail between their goddamn legs and walk around and go, Oh, you know what? Yeah, well, you know, Dr. Smitty Six, he told me what to do. He says, just take these pills and I'll be okay. You fucking jackholes. <laughs> like, I love people, but like Western civilization, dude, you guys are just, you fucking gone. You're so far off the reservation. <laughs> So far off. Life is very simple, but like, you just let everybody guide you into the fire, you know? And you make the decision at the end of the day, which is what's really sad. You could just say no. But the doctor told... But, and I understand. I understand. I understand the whole thing where it's like, you know, I used to not do this, but then I did. And I actually helped me in the... Do- I get it. Dude, I trust me. I fucking get it. So watch the movie Beethoven. It's pretty good. It's got a lot of good stuff in there, you know? Focus on your reality around you. Don't let people tell you what's best for you. Ask questions. Have a little discernment. Fucking be cautious. There's nothing wrong with that. And people who fucking tell you that you're paranoid or you're some, oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist, man. Maybe you need to chill out to go for a walk. I'm like, actually, maybe you need to go for a fucking walk, huh? I've gone for a lot of walks. I've done a lot of things in my life to where I've had to fucking calm down. I've had plenty of time to root through all this information. What the fuck have you been doing? Oh, that's right. You just been, I just, I gotta be told what's real. No, you don't. Look around you. Life is real. My mom's okay. Dad's okay. My nephews were great. Fucking family's good. We had a good laugh. It was a good time. That's real. That was fine. Bullshit. Fucking scared to ask questions. Why? Because somebody's gonna go, oh my god. You know how much crap I get on the internet all the fucking time because I post something? That it just gets people to maybe question or think something. How fucking dumb most people are. And I get tacked left. They're just like, hey, hey, what's the qualifications? Where did it come from? (laughs) Ask yourself what's going on with you. Are you that scared that, you know, I get it. I'm not trying to make you more fearful. I'm actually trying to get you to break that cycle of misery. For for your own good. (laughs) That's not up to you, Matt. You're like, no, it's not. But hey, you know what? You want to go down with the ship? Go ahead. Uh, I saw there was a hole in the ship a long time ago, and I ain't going down with it sinking. Bye, guys. <laughs> Your little dream boat is sailing. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a good mood today. I know it doesn't seem like it. But it's funny how, like, after you... The last several years of my life, I have not been able to look at anything without seeing it for just past the surface level. I go so much deeper. That's why a movie like Beethoven, which most people would just mistake as a uh, subpar like family comedy from the '90s, you know, actually is so good. Like at pointing out the obvious, like keep family strong. Nothing. 
breaks the family. The dog helps keep the family together. The dog is almost like God in this scenario to where it's always kind of helping out. And But the thing is, in the movie, Beethoven's always disappearing, right? He Every time he helps out one of the kids or somebody do something, and he's just gone. It's just okay. It's almost like he's supernatural in a way, you know? Just like, it is like a, a fucking god. You know, it's like the Wizard of Oz dog. Same kind of shit. Maybe dog is why it's man's best friend. I don't fucking know. I'm just telling you my thoughts. But I'm telling you, don't overlook that shit as just being a stupid 90s comedy. And it was just written for the... Dude, the family was strong. Evil doctor who tells you what's best for you to your face. And then tries to fucking murder your dog and get you in trouble by feeding you fear and all this shit. If that's not in the fucking obvious, please... For the love of God, tell me what that is then. Hmm? What's your take on it? Fucking, go wear your mask. <laughs> go wear your mask. God, just do what you're told. To what extent, folks? Hmm? How, how, how many decades need to go by when you're just like, I think we had it better uh, in like the 70s when people just ran around in the dirt and didn't care. Now it's like, how come all these decades later we're in a, in, our minds are fucked. Reality's still the same. You know that, right? Like nature, reality's been the same. Nothing in the world's changing. But your fucking minds have become fucking fried eggs. Like literally. From all the bullshit, all the crap, all the fucking... Bull, just bullshit, left and right, man. It's like, oh, it's like if a river of a shit was flowing, we are sailing down in it. <laughs> like you're in the lazy river of shit, just sitting in that inner tube. Just, oh, somebody bring me my fucking mask. I need to breathe as I bathe in my own fucking shit. <laughs> You know, I don't know what the future holds, but I do know that every time you drop a little bit of truth, man, people freak out. Just like this morning. I saw this thing posted from the Washington Times, and it said something about COVID-19 being a hoax. And it's funny, because that's a mainstream news thing. And they're like, it's not an... Somebody's like, I wonder if I'm going to be a douchebag, but it's not an article. It's an opinion piece. I go, ugh, doesn't matter at this point. Like, you guys don't like that, huh? Nobody likes that shit. Yeah, people start coming out that wouldn't normally come out. I go, good. You should think. Eat some humble pie, why don't you? This is why I don't care. And I will hammer it fucking home. The more you tell me not to do something, especially when it's like, tell, don't, t- don't tell all the truth, Matt. You don't want to be, you don't want to upset people. Man, fuck that. Do you know what? 40 fucking years of like worrying about people's feelings are this is why we're here this is why everybody's convinced you know to always oh, put on a mask and just love your neighbor we're beyond that guys all right you know I, I i i i do believe that i think you should just treat every person you come in with love and not be a dick but as a whole don't pretend like that's gonna just fucking fix this it was 40 years of a bunch of people just not saying the truth and just being like well let's give little timmy a trophy yeah hey hey now 
And I get it. We all try to reverse the mistakes of our parents, right? Because they weren't perfect people, right? Our parents weren't. Our grandparents weren't. You got a baby boomer folks, you know, the greatest generation. They, uh, they did the best they could. But what do we got in my generation? A whole shit ton of debt and a lot of nothing going on. Because just like most people, they're like, I'm going to be dead soon. I don't care. <laughs> they don't give a fuck what they're leaving. And I get that mentality because I'm like, I'm just, I don't, I get it. So... Don't act like I can't say that shit. I get so annoyed by people that I go, oh, okay. Well, I, I the people that I come in contact with on my day-to-day, I am being very kind to. I'm not being an asshole to them. When it comes to the internet world, I'm going to fucking call you out on bullshit, though. Because if the internet is where we are getting all of our information from and that's the new reality, well, we got to set some uh, balance onto that, don't we? I'll go ahead and do it. I don't give a fuck. But it's not your truth, Matt. You have to say it with love. I'm like, okay. I'm going to say it with love. Uh, From day one, when, you know, the good thing about Facebook, I'll tell you this, is I love when the memories come up. So in a year, when the memories come up and the videos that I started that called out shit way before any of it happened, and if at that point you still look at me and you go, you need to tone it down, maybe you should fucking look at yourself. Hmm? Maybe you should decide, you know, what the fuck your problem is. Hmm? Uh, have a little balls and admit that you're wrong. See, I don't know what's going on. I do know it's not what they tell you. That's number one. I do know not people aren't dying in millions of fucking droves. I do know that... With the logic that they've had that tells you that, oh, well, people are dying. We got a lot of cases. More people died in 2017 and 80,000 people died of just the flu. So with that logic, should we shut down? We should have shut down the fucking economy every fucking cold and flu season to save some people. Stop with the bullshit arguments that you know are false. I will not stop because those arguments are irrelevant. Old people die, folks. 90-year-olds in the goddamn fucking retirement home are gonna die. Can you let go of your nana and papa? Can you let go of grandma and grandpa? Can you? Because they're gonna fucking die. Oh, don't say that. Dude, my grandparents died. Fucking lived in 90 and 84. Full lives. Awesome. My other grandfather's still 90. And you know what he told my mother the other day? He said he's fucking lonely. So fuck you if you think I can't go see my grandfather because you think you're being righteous and, oh, well, you don't want to get other people sick. Stop. That is bullshit beyond bullshit. And if you don't believe me, go fuck yourself. I hope you live a thousand years. I do. There's my human compassion. Again, I'm in a really good mood today. I uh, had a wonderful time with the family yesterday. And, um, you know, it's good. Because that's all you got, guys. Family. Watch the movie Beethoven. I highly suggest it. Good movie. If you got kids, watch that. It's a good, solid movie about how family is strong. And you're not supposed to let some outside force come into your family and tell you what the fuck is better for you. Keep your family strong. Keep your truth strong. Don't be scared to say the truth just because you're afraid of a little ridicule from women on the internet. Because that's who it is mostly, women. I don't see any men on the internet really talking. And if they are, they're fucking pussies. Like, that are, oh, I agree with Sally. You're a fucking pussy. You're not a man. 
You were cucked. You're a beta. You have no balls. So I'm not listening to you. You know, I'll give a one woman credit. There's this lady, Bernadette Brown. I saw a quote from her today. She's a speaker, and I don't like to listen to a lot of women, I'll be honest, is because, like, you're the reason we're in trouble. <laughs> like, you're talking too much. Like, you go with feelings, and you don't go with logic and reason. And when you go with feelings, you get into this world of fucking fear and panic. I love women. I grew up with two sisters and a mom. I say this all the time, so, you know, it is what it is. So... Brene Brown has a great quote. She's like, if you're not in the arena taking your hits or something like that, I'm paraphrasing, but she's like, I don't want to hear from you. Goddamn right. If you're not on the internet, if you're just one of those people that goes with the flow, you're like, I agree with this. I'm like, well, fucking what's your stance? Explain it. See, I'll explain my fucking stance and all these other people just go with their emotions because they have no goddamn self-control over their feelings. They don't know how to put a principle before their own fucking nose. That's the truth. They can't sit down and talk and goddamn maybe think outside the box for one minute or whatever CNN or Fox News told them what the fuck to do. Oh my God. Fuck. <laughs> so you understand why I don't care if people are like, man, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have this thought pattern. It's dangerous. No, it's not dangerous to tell the truth. You know what's dangerous? Living in lies and fear. That's more dangerous than taking a fucking social shame hit from telling the truth, okay? And I'll do it. I'll do it all fucking day. I don't give a fuck if you like or don't like what I say, because guess what? You're not me. You don't have to get up and be me every day and do what I have to do, work my job, go to my life. No, I have to do that. What are you scared of? Can't face yourself? That's what it sounds like to me, because maybe somebody's living with a lot of guilt and shame. But be loving and tolerant. Yeah, I'm not a Buddhist. So I'm not a Christian. I am not, I'm just a man who speaks honesty and truth. Do you understand? I don't adhere to a team. I believe in a God. And I believe the more honest you are with yourself and others that you will find the truth and see through shit. Everything else is self-centered fucking delusional fear based on your own personal wants and needs. Don't believe me? Okay. Okay. You don't have to. You're you. You got your own mind and soul. It'll tell you what you need to know. And again, I've had a really very good day. I've been very um, productive in my um, last several weeks. You know, I've been reading a lot of books and keeping the mind calm. And I know today's um, podcast got a little bit intense, but, you know, I really just wanted to talk about reality being great. <laughs> uh, my mom's birthday, she had a, she had a, you know what my mom enjoyed yesterday? She had a birthday with her kids, her grandkids, uh, her husband, and we all got to hang out. That's fucking life, folks. Hmm? That's life. I see people, like, they want to be like, oh, God. Did you see what Trump said? Did you see Mike Pence wear a mask? What are you doing? Why do you care? This whole thing, whatever it is, isn't what it appears to be. And if you don't believe me, whatever. But 
I don't see a lot of people around me dropping like flies. I don't see why we had to shut down the entire goddamn fucking economy. And if you can justify that with just we needed to save some lives, you're lying to yourself to make yourself comfortable and soothe in your own bullshit because God forbid if you ever made a decision without somebody telling you how the fuck to run your life. <laughs> you need the the evil doctor from Beethoven to tell you that, oh, this is what we got to do. It's the best thing. Instead of look at the joy that that dog brought to that family and brought a family closer together and made everybody more happy. Your happiness is paramount, folks. And if you think, like, people, even if shit open up tomorrow, they'd be scared to go out. They're like, I don't want to go out. I got to wear my mask. Like, what is... So now you're too scared to go out now. And even if the they told you everything was okay, now the damage is done. You're fucked up. Now you're in so much trauma. Dude, it's brilliant. Like, it's a brilliant mind fuck, this whole thing. Like, it's beyond brilliant. Like... If I was a tyrannical dictator, this is what I would have done. <laughs> Just get people to fight amongst themselves. Like, feed them. Feed them a bunch of stuff to feed whatever um, belief or thought that they had, you know? That was my hypothesis lately. I had this hypothesis the other day. I thought it was interesting and I entertained it, so I'm going to entertain you with it. And that hypothesis was... I thought, like, there's so much information and articles and crap and videos and just it, just feeding everybody's idea of what they think is happening. So you've got the people buying hook, line, and sinker into the coronavirus that are just like, you know, it's killing people. The numbers are up. And then you got the stats people. So they just look at 4,000 new cases. Oh, my God. Even though that's not even a... It's not even a, a per, that's like 10% of the town I live in. It's nothing. It's like, yeah. And 325 million in the whole country, but 4,000, Jesus. And just in New York, you know, where like 10 million people live in one spot. It's fine. But you know what? Those You got those people, right? So they see an article that feeds into their fear and their idea. Like, do you see the numbers, man? The numbers are going up. You got those people. Then you've got, uh, you know, the New World Order. Folks that are like, it's a global shutdown. Bill Gates is going to give us all anti-vaccines, which I kind of dabble in, you know, because Bill Gates, you know, he's been interviewed uh, since this whole thing started talking like he should say anything. He's not a medical doctor or biologist or chemist. He's a fucking guy who makes computers. So if uh, you can't take my opinion, I'm just a guy you went to high school with. Why is it Bill Gates is speaking about anything? He should shut the fuck up. So there's that. It feeds my fear and anger, right? And then there's the other articles that are like, you know, let's get everybody into no currency and uh, uh, the food shortage thing. You see an article, it's like farmers are destroying crops, blah, 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 blah. Meat shortage. It feeds those people. They go, you see, there's not going to be any food in the market. We have to go to Alaska. And uh, it feeds that. I My hypothesis is, I think they give us these articles and they make it seem like it's happening. And then they see the, the, the comments and the reactions and they take that information and then they decide what the next move is. I know that sounds crazy, but again, I don't think uh, like you do. I think completely outside the realm of uh, 
possibilities because that's what I do. I take in information from all angles and I like to discern stuff, right? And once I figure out something's bullshit, like 100% a lie, I don't take any information from that and go, okay, maybe this time they're telling me the truth. If a person in your life fucked you over several times, you know, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Right? So if a person in your life fucked you over, just repeatedly lied to you, repeatedly just fucked you over, and the, every time they came around out of pity, because they play on your emotions, you go, well, maybe this time, you know, maybe Dave is being serious and he wants to change. See, that's on you. You fuck. <laughs> it's the same thing with the news media. You know, don't watch anything from Fox News and CNN. I can't even explain why people, like, people are like, I believe it. You shouldn't, nothing. They haven't told you the truth in God fucking knows how long. Decades. Decades. And you just keep, and it's well known. And they're like, well, maybe this time. This is serious, guys. We should pay attention. See, that's you lying to yourself right there. You're not being honest with yourself. You need to tell yourself the truth. You need to fucking come clean with that shit. God damn it, people. And then people call me crazy because I don't buy into any of that shit. And yeah, you know what? I go off the rails with my own theories. Well, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not a killer fucking disease where we needed to shut down the world, guys. That's bullshit. It's something a lot greater than that. I don't know exactly what the end game is, but like I said, my hypothesis is I think they wanted to see how people would react if we squeeze the noose a little bit and see how far we can go and see how far we can push into and see how what kind of, it is an experiment. Neil deGrasse Tyson said it two months ago, that fuck, that fucking wormy little shilly fucking wannabe scientist who's not even a physicist or whatever the fuck he is. He's like, hey. I think we're in a social experiment. People need to listen to science. No. That's like listening to that mad doctor in Beethoven saying, we need to put your dog down. And even though that was all lies and bullshit, he wanted to take the dog to do a ballistics test on it. See, there's always an underlying agenda, guys. It doesn't mean live in paranoia. It doesn't mean fucking, you know, be scared of everything. It means discern information for yourself question things in your own life keep your family strong nobody gets to tell you what the fuck's best for your family it's up to you as a family to protect each other teach your kids right from wrong good from evil and you fucking do it there don't trust that a public education system is going to do anything because that's how we got in this situation guys that's why child molestation and fucking pedophilia and all this weird shit's been going on for decades and you wonder why you think that the coronavirus is 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 bad no you're bad you fucks. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I am in a wonderful mood today. And I just want everybody to know that. You don't have to listen to me. This is my podcast. I get my thoughts out on the internet because I don't have shame. I don't have guilt for saying what I say. And if I'm wrong, I'm fucking wrong. I don't care. My life continues on. I don't care. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend to tell you this is not what's on my goddamn head. Okay, leave it up to the experts. Who's the fucking experts? Hmm. Who are these experts? Hmm. 
I like how every article that you read on the internet just come like, experts say coronavirus. What experts for a new virus? You fucking idiots. Nobody's an expert. We're all new to this. See, wake up to the reality that you've been lied to. Once you do that, you might be like me where you're just like, yeah, I don't believe everything I hear. Like, I'll discern the information accordingly. And you know what? It's not up to me anyway. Trust something that isn't you. Have some faith in a higher power, guys. I'm telling you. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Here it comes. He's getting religious. I'm like, no. I adhere to no fucking religion. None. I think there's good shit in all of them. Like, you know, you, I, Buddhism's great. There's stuff in there that makes sense. Ancient Greek philosophy, Stoic, uh, is great being Stoic. Uh, there's good shit in Christianity. There's good sh- Dude, if you live it, okay, if you're an honest person and you're just honest with people and your character and you're strong and you keep your family, that's it. You know, you don't have to adhere to these goddamn rituals and shit. Like, did you say the shine? Did you speak the right words? Did you eat the bread that wasn't really bread? But we don't, no, bullshit. I, this is me saying from my experience, okay? You, you get mad at me if you want. <gasps> How dare you speak that way of Jesus? Well, Jesus never told me not to say that. So I don't really care. Okay, I'm telling you where I got to in my life. Okay, don't have to fucking agree with me. I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. God, people get so mad at you. They get so furious. I was the only person. Tomorrow it's supposed to be mandatory, right? Well, I don't give a shit. I'm still not going to wear one. In Illinois. I'm in Illinois, guys, just so you are aware. I went to the store today. I only saw a couple people without the mask, and I gave them the nod. I was like, thank you for not being fucking pussies. Do you understand that breathing in carbon dioxide over and over again makes you lightheaded? And when you're in those masks and you can't breathe properly, you're actually, you know, causing yourself uh, to become weaker. You know, breathing out of paper bags. Does that make sense? You're hyperventilating. Hello, car- Dude, nobody cares. You know, nobody cares about this shit that we've known forever. And then just throw that all out the window, huh? <laughs> no, no, I'm going to... I'm going to go put my wubble gloves on because I want to have the placebo effect to get feel good. Do you understand that that's most of this world is a placebo effect? You know, if you actually believe and live a good life, you'll be fine and try not to have fear. I get it. A little bit of worry, a little anxiety. I get it. Okay. Can't say you need it, but you need to be fearless in the sense of fearless of just going out there and you're not, you're that afraid to die. Jesus, are you going to spend... Your entire life, let's say you make it to 80 years old and you're fucking 35 right now. You're going to spend the next half of your fucking life, what? Wearing gloves and, and, and that, and that that's all you're going to focus on? And you're just going to do that? Be extra precautious every fucking day? Dude, come on. I know there's not that many people out there that are this retarded, but I've seen the public around me and there are some people that are just spiraling, freaking out, like little... Dude, just little fuck, dude, dude, little chipmunks, just, and all you gotta do, it's kind of neat in a way, I'll be honest, you know, when I've been walking in the store, I walk up, right, I look people in the eyes, I'm walking past them, and I got no fucking mask on, right, and I'm not super tall, I'm 5'11", just shy of, like, six Rogans tall, and, uh, you know, people just don't look at you, these people in masks, like, don't make eye contact with you. They're, they're fucking face down, head to the ground, or they're, they're looking at whatever they're picking out on the shelf. Like, dude, in such fucking shame and fear. 
it's sad to me to see people like that. They won't look you in the eye. And when you're nice, I look them, I look them right in the fucking eye and I go, how you doing? You know, and they're just like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you got something on your face. I can't hear you. Can you take that off? <laughs> oh, man. I know. I'm an asshole, but you know what? I'm an honest asshole. At least I don't fucking lie to you people. I tell you how I actually feel, what I actually think. Could I be wrong? Yeah, I could be wrong. But, you know, I don't live in fear. Sorry. I won't be scared into wearing a mask like the evil doctor from Beethoven threatened the family with legal action against his family if they didn't put the dog down. Not this guy. That doesn't work with me anymore. And I think with real people, real men, they don't buy into that shit. So if there are any real men out there still, I'm talking to you. Just keep doing what you're doing. Take care of your families, okay? The There's some lost souls out there. And always remember, folks, don't take yourself too seriously. What I do on here, these are my thoughts. I don't need to explain it to you. But you can do this too. You know that, right? You can start a, a podcast or put get a fucking notebook, have a journal, put your thoughts down on paper, and let me tell you, it's healing. Instead of sit with this shit and then just blow up at people out of emotion because, oh, they don't agree with you, or maybe they, God forbid, they see something a different way than you. This is what got us here, folks. You have to put your pride aside and listen and talk and be able to talk through the shit. I know you're scared, but don't be scared. It's okay. You're, you're going to be fine. All right? You're not dying today, I don't think. <laughs> but you could. Every time you get out in your car and you decide to go for a drive, virus or no virus, uh, there's a good chance you might get plowed by a fucking other car. Your chances of that happening are probably... Way greater. I don't know the numbers. I don't know the numbers for my stat people. But I'm sure it's probably greater than co- contracting this um, nonsense novel coronavirus. You know what novel's a book? You could put a book away and put it back on the shelf. It's just a book. I'm done. <laughs> this was a good one, huh, guys? Yeah, this was a good one. I like this one. Got a lot out, got a lot out, and uh, my phone's been going off the fucking hook. So anyway, don't take yourself too seriously. Call your loved ones, see if they're all okay. And yes, love onto people. Don't be a dick, but don't fucking freak out just because somebody sees things a little differently than you, and it doesn't quite mesh with how you view the world. Because you know what? You could be wrong. Do you ever think of that? Do you ever think like why it hurts and makes you so mad is because you just won't let go that you could be wrong? I've been wrong a lot in my fucking life, guys. Actually about, oh, I don't know, everything. So, figure it out. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue.